Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. We submit that part too. Lord, that part that wants you to do wrong, we say, God, I give you this too. I don't know how you're going to get this out of my hands. I don't know how you're going to get this desire from my heart or take this, take this taste out of my mouth. I don't know how you're going to do it. But, Lord, I agree with you that this is not godly, that this is not for me. I agree with you. So, Father, please let this thing, I, I give you access to my spirit, my mind, my soul, my spirit, all that I am. Great Holy Spirit, feel all of me through and through every part and take out of me anything that is not like you. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Thank you for joining us for Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. chapter, 2 Timothy 3rd chapter. I'll be reading to you out of the uh, New Living Translation uh, to begin tonight. And uh, we'll speak from the subject of give in. Give in. Give in. And you'll know a lot about that as we go by. So just hang with me. 2 Timothy the 3rd chapter. And it starts like this out of the New Living Translation. And it says, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money they will be boastful and proud scoffing at God disobedient to their parents and ungrateful they will consider nothing sacred they will be unloving and unforgiving they will slander others and have no self-control they will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. Verse 5 is really the kicker here. It's going to make you want to kick your leg out, so get ready. Verse 5 says, They will act religious, but they will reject the power that can make them godly. Stay away from people like that. King James says uh, they'll have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. Turn away from these. Now, I said the subject title is give in. But we're not talking about giving in to these things. So just hang with me, and we'll, you'll know a little bit better by and by. So we see here in verse number 5 that these are a people that will act religious. They'll look religious. And uh, these, we know that these verses are not just talking. We say, when we think of these, we normally think, okay, well, these are people that are in the world system. You know, they're the ones who, are, uh, who will uh, despise things that are good. They're the ones who are disobedient to their parents and all these things. We say, you know, it's them. It's them. But it's not them. It's people that are acting religious, people that are acting godly. I've seen a lot of people that we would call sinners, and, and I don't really remember them saying, hallelujah, bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. No, I think that those who will act religious, those who will act and look godly, are those who name the name of Christ 
and possibly, I'm sure not here, go to church and sit next to you. Those who are in the house of God. This is why the Bible says that uh, judgment will begin in the house of God. That time of separation where the, where the uh, wheat and the tear are, you know, they are separated. Where the truth is revealed, where light is clearly seen for what it is. So there will be a time, and we are in the last days right now, when there will be phony baloney Christians. And uh, you'll find them because they'll identify themselves as Christian butts. I'm serious. They'll say, I'm a Christian butt. They will. They say, well, you say, well, you know what? The Bible says that you should live godly. But they say, you know, I'm a Christian, but I don't act like that. It don't take all of that. I don't agree with God. I don't agree with the Bible. I'm a Christian, but but they'll butt their way right out of it. And so the Bible says here that they will act religious, they'll have a form of godliness, but they will reject the power that can make them holy. They will reject the power. They will reject the power. King James says they will, uh, they will have a form of godliness and deny the power. The word deny means to uh, not to accept, it means to reject, it means to refuse something offered. God offers you the power to make you godly, offers you the power to make you holy. Here again, here's the word that goes out in the church world. Here's the word that, come, the word that comes across the pulpit Sunday morning and, and Thursday night and camp meetings and revivals. Here's the word of God that comes forth to the people of God from the men and women of God as it goes forth. And this word has the power to change you. And many will hear that word, that, that word that could change them, that word really that would threaten their lifestyles. They will want more pleasure than God. And so many, when they hear that word that could change their lives, will reject it. They'll shut the door. Because they don't understand. You understand, Pastor, I know we're living together, and that's, that's not of God. But you understand, if we get married, we'll lose money. If we get married, you know, we'll lose the benefits. If we do this, if we, if we do what God says, Pastor, there will be consequences. Lovers of money more than God. Lovers of pleasure more than God. They will reject the power of God that could make them godly, that could make them holy. The Bible says from such, turn away. Turn away because that's not you. Now understand something. There is a real you, and we'll talk about that tonight, possibly, by the time that we have here tonight. There's a real you that God decided on well before you were placed in your mother's womb, well before you received a, a body. God thought about you in eternity past, we could say, and he had a destiny and a plan for your life, something for you to fulfill. The real you, the real you. You know, there's a little cartoon movie, Mulan. <coughs> it goes, you know, she stands in that mirror. And she says, who is that girl I see? Look there, you know, who's staring back at me. When will my reflection show who I am inside? Well, I never said I was a singer, but you understand what I'm saying. There is something about you that is yet to be revealed. Something about you that is yet to be revealed. What I'm telling you tonight, what the Spirit of God is saying, it's time for us to give in. 
They will reject the power of God, but you will openly receive the power of God. They will reject him, but you will receive him. They'll shut the door and say, no, I will receive my pleasure. I'll receive my money. I'll receive all of this more than God. They will, close, uh, they will slam the door on God and say, you can't come in. But we will not only open the door, we'll take the door off the hinges, take the door out in the backwoods, and we'll shoot that door, bang, 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 then put some dynamite on it and blow that door up, and then call for the Air Force, I need a nuclear strike to blow up that door. It will never hang again. We will totally yield ourselves to the power and presence of God. Hallelujah. This is the true nature of the born-again believer, hallelujah. We ought to be like Christ. Be like Christ. That is our goal. That is our dream. Jesus is our hero. We want to walk like him. We want to talk like him. We want to be true Christians. Amen? So they'll reject the power, but we say yes to the power. We say yes to the power and presence of God. We say, bring it on, Lord, bring it on. Yes, give me more, more, more. So there's a segment that says, no, Lord, no power, no Holy Ghost. But then there's another one that says, yes, God. Yes, we want more of you. We want more of you. Now, we can look at this also uh, in Romans 8, Romans 8, and I'm going to read this out of the King James Version. Verse 12 uh, through 14, then in verse 19, Romans 8. Y'all with me tonight? So they'll say, they will say no, but we will say yes to the Spirit of God. He is the one who can make us godly, who can transform us into the true image that God has for us, into who we were meant to be, who we were meant to be. And so Romans 8, verse 12 says this, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh. I don't have to obey this flesh. It said uh, to live after the flesh. For if ye, I love this, look at this in that spirit. For if ye or if you live after the flesh, who is you, the real you that God has desired for you to be? If you, the real you, live after the flesh or live after the dictates of your body, the real you will die. You won't fulfill your commission. You won't fulfill God's purpose and plan for your life, following after the desires of your flesh. It says, but if you, the real you, through the spirit, you're going to need the help of the Holy Ghost, believe me, to break over these restraints. He said, but if you, through the Spirit, do mortify, put to death the deeds of your body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The real supermen, the real superwomen, the real justice leads. The real, you hear what I'm saying to you? We are the real, hallelujah. Someone is sick over there. Let's go. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We are the real ones, hallelujah. The real ambassadors of Christ, hallelujah. Man, I'm excited about this, and I believe it. Praise God. Verse 19 says, for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of of the sons of God. I love, I love how that reads out of the New Living Translation. It says this, For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children 
really are. I love that. All creation is waiting for God to show who his people really are. Wow, isn't that powerful? So many will shut the door, but many more will open the door wide. But for those who, those of us who will decide to open the door wide and submit all of our lives to God, all of our lives, uh, the good parts of you, the bad parts of you, the parts that want to submit to God, and if we be honest, there are parts of us that don't want to submit. I can't get no talk in here. <laughs> but we submit that part too. Lord, that part that wants to do wrong, we say, God, I give you this too. I don't know how you're going to get this out of my hands. I don't know how you're going to get this desire from my heart or take this, take this taste out of my mouth. I don't know how you're going to do it. But, Lord, I agree with you that this is not godly, that this is not for me. I agree with you. So, Father, please let this thing, I, I give you access into my spirit, my mind, my soul, my spirit, all that I am. Great Holy Spirit, feel all of me through and through every part and take out of me anything that is not like you. Why? So the very power and presence of God may be fully revealed in your life and that you may become the person that you were meant to become. I love that verse in, uh, I believe, uh, John, the third chapter. Uh, it says, to, him, to them that believed on him gave he power. To them that believed on Jesus, God gave you power to become sons of God. You have power to become sons of God. Heirs of God, heirs according to the promise. You have the power of God, the privilege to be his offspring, to be more than mere humans. Hallelujah. You have the privilege. All this world, you hear about these new age people talking about, well, humanity is evolving, yes, and, and we're going to use technology and, and uh, to make people evolve, and we're going to do, you know, and we're going to clone people, and we're going to mix DNA, put some cheetah DNA in people. That's probably why they're cheating right now. We're going we're gonna to put some leopard DNA and some hawk DNA in people. That's what they're talking about right now, that transhumanism movement. They're trying to make human 2.0. It's in the works right now in science, in labs, trying to reinvent man. So it's on their mind. All creation knows that there's a change that is coming, but that's not the change. The change is coming when we yield to the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, when we invite Jesus Christ into our heart and life, and we submit totally and completely unto him. And then the Holy Spirit begins to change us from the inside out, and we become sons of God, manifested sons of God. When they can see, wow, you're glowing better than a light bulb. There's something about you. What is this? What is this? Are you hearing? So for those who say, you know, I want you, Father. I want you to work in my life. Understand that God himself is going to work in you. Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 20 says like this. Now in him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. That's the power of God. When you yield to the Father, he works, begins to work in you. He works in you through his spirit. God's at work. He can't leave this up just to you and me. We mess it up. So he gets involved himself and begins to work on the inside of your heart and life. Uh, Philippians, the second chapter, Philippians 2, 
uh, let's look at, I'll read verses um, 12, 12 and 13. It says, uh, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as uh, in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, I love this next phrase, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. This working out of salvation is not, well, you know, where well, Jesus did his part, where well, now it's up to you, you have to do your part to make salvation complete. No, Jesus makes the thing complete. It's, it's not Jesus plus anything, it's just Jesus. Hallelujah. It's him. He has, he has completed the work. But this working out is, this working out, I can see it like, like a baker who, um, who has a, a lump of dough, and they are working it out, making it flat all the way to the edges. In other words, salvation starts here in the heart, but then it begins to work out in your actions. It begins to work out in your thinking, work out in your doing, work out in your going. It, it, it is a completing of the work. It is a manifesting of the power and presence of God in your life, all throughout your life, where he feels every part of your life. Where we say, we, you know, some would say, okay, God, you can stay here. You can come this far, but you know, I got my thing over here, God. You can't come over here. And that's the big issue, isn't it? God, you can, I'll, you know, we can, I come to church over here, we can do this, we can shape, but you know, Friday night, I got to be over there because, you know, I got an itch to scratch. You understand that, God. You understand. You understand that, you know, I know that fornication is not of you, God. I know it, but God, you understand I got these desires. And they must be fulfilled. I got to do something. So, God, I want to serve you, but there's a but. There's a but. You understand, don't you, God? So what do we do with that? We give those desires to the Lord. We bring that area out of the darkness and bring it into the light. And we yield this area before him and we tell him of this desire. God, you know this. We talk to him about it. And do you see the Holy Spirit begin to work on the inside of you, taking these desires out of you? Or he'll give you another way to fulfill those desires. A rightful way that does not lead to condemnation, shame, guilt. Are you hearing so verse 13 says, for it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do his good pleasure. It's God, say with me, it's God working in me. That's how it's going to have to happen. God is going to have to help you. Because understand, the word is going out over the church world. The word is going out, and many are denying, are rejecting, and turning to teachers um, that will feed them things that they want to hear. They're, they're going after fables. They don't want the true gospel of Jesus Christ. They don't want the power of God because that will make them change their lives. And they don't want to change it. So they deny the power. So there's a segment that will deny. But then there's another segment that is rising up in power. Can you hear the thunder now? Rising up in power. In obedience to the Holy Spirit. Walking in the character of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Not faking it. But being real with God. I have issues, God. And bringing them before the Lord. And you see the Holy Spirit mortifying or putting to death those evil deeds in our bodies. And we're becoming more and more like Jesus. Hallelujah. First Corinthians, I'm beginning to shut down. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter. I love this. It says what? 
Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy, of the Holy Ghost? This is 1 Corinthians 6, chapter, verse 19 and 20. It says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God? Now, I love this next phrase. This makes some people want to run out. But it's true. It's in there. You can write it out, but it's still there. It says, And ye are not your own. Wow. You're not your own. <clears throat> Verse 20 says, For ye have been bought with a price. Therefore glorify God with your body, rather in your body, and in your spirit, which are God's. So your submission to God, let me tell you this, and then we'll end here. Your submission to God is power. <clears throat> the greater you submit to the Lord, the greater power will be revealed in your life. Now, God is not, he's not birthing a new power in you. All the power you need to overcome in your life is already there. It's just covered over by a lot, by a lot of gooky stuff, by a lot of fleshly stuff. It's just covered over. All that you need is there in the presence of the Holy Spirit. He's there. He's there in you now. So we have to submit to him. Even though your actions, you say, my actions aren't lining up with it. No, we walk by faith and not by sight. We declare, Lord Jesus, you are Lord. Spirit of God, I give you full, uh, full control and full reign over my life. I give it to you now. I confess you as my Lord. I confess you as my Savior. I confess you as my God. I confess you as my healer, as my redeemer. I confess your blood that washes all away my, washes my sins away. And I confess that now I am a son of God. Now I am a child of God. Now I am redeemed. Now I am a saint of the most high God. Now, even though something just happened last night. And the more I confess it, and the more I believe it, the more I speak it, you'll understand the more power comes forth. Uh, in Romans 12 chapter, listen to this. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable what? Service. That's submission. What comes the result of that? And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Look at that. Verse 2 starts out with, and be not. Because of your submission, you have the power to be not. But if you're not submitted to him, you don't have the power to be not. Because all of society is trying to corral us to go a certain way, to think a certain way, to act a certain way. All of this whole world system is built to bring, to keep you down. To force you not to become who God wants you to be, who you are destined to become. Understand that. You becoming the child of God that you were always created to be. You becoming that answer that you were meant to be. The devil doesn't want that because when you stand up, it's kind of like that movie Matrix. He's beginning to believe. He's beginning to believe. Stop him. Stop her. Don't let them go to church. Don't let them hear the Bible. Don't let them pray. What have you got to do, demons? Do it, do it, do it. Don't let them begin to believe because when you begin to believe, you'll straighten that back and that devil won't be able to ride it anymore. And glorious things will happen in your life. So I say tonight, give in. Give in to the Spirit of God. 
And thank you for joining us for Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.